0: that is concerned specifically with this meditation that we are about to do. Strongly determined to have a deeper understanding of wisdom, the true nature of reality, and understanding why you need this wisdom. That this stir within you a strong determination, a passionate determination, and holding on to this determination let it inform the body let it bring the body to a state that is conducive to meditation as you check the various parts of the posture the legs hands elbows shoulders the back head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes, you are approaching meditative state stable in the posture in which you place the gently bring your awareness to the breath. As you breathe out, be aware and know that you are breathing out. As you breathe in, be aware and know that you are breathing in. And that is your only concern, awareness of the breath. Don't try to force the mind to focus on it. Don't be concerned about the presence or absence of distractions, what to do with distractions. Don't try to control the breath. Just when you are breathing out, know you are breathing out. When you are breathing in, know you are breathing in. and noticing the sense of ease in the posture. Staying aware of the breath as you do so. And whatever corrections you need to make make it how the sense of ease is deeper how it is reflected in the rhythm of the breath and how this is also reflected in the quality of your awareness let your mind go just to the breath as you breathe out know you are breathing out As you breathe in, know you are breathing in, and let the continuity of awareness follow the breath in this way, unbroken, for about 21 cycles of breath. So the ease is now equally shared by the body the breath and the mind we bring your attention to the space in front of you about a prostrations or an arm's length distance at the level of your eyebrows and though you were looking at that space through a window between the eyebrows focusing in that space start questioning, asking looking at the goal you're aspiring to asking how will you get there what is it that when you will depend on it will guarantee you success will take you there infallibly what or who? Feel yourself in the presence of your guide, the very embodiment of what you are seeking to achieve. Appearing in a form and entirety of light, appearing in that space. find within you that measure of conviction, no matter what the measure may be, that you are indeed in the presence of what is for you your infallible means to achieve your goal. Holding on to that. measure of conviction feel a sense of reverence in your mind, prostrate gratitude for the presence of your guide, make offerings Of dysfunctional guilt, their stains in their manifestations, those rejoins and take refuge, seeking their protection, their guidance and strength. conviction that you are taken under the care of the three jewels and make your promise according to your capacity to restrain in the future not to allow yourself to act under the influence of your weaknesses and your faults and think of a definite period of time to exercise restraint to help bring the mind closer to meditative state, to help further refine the mind, let the mind now take great joy in goodness, yours and others. teacher again, and feel connected to all the enlightened beings, to the teacher, feeling this connection, ask these enlightened beings to please stay, please teach beings how to truly end their pain, how to find true happiness. purpose of your meditation, what exactly what kind of meditation you are going to do. Recall the preliminaries you have done so far and dedicate their power to help you achieve your goal in this meditation. of conviction that the very embodiment of the realization you seek is in front of you in that bright form and ask the teacher to come closer to you to come to the crown of your head, and feel the teacher there facing <laughs> the same direction as you are and feel yourself bathed in the light coming from the teacher. As you make requests to be blessed. That you may be free of the obstacles. That you either encountered before. Or will encounter in this meditation. And to bless you. To gain realization. Form now at the crown of your head. <laughs> Recall that this is the very embodiment of the realization you seek, the infallible means to achieve it. That conviction. The form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light. See and feel that point of light descend from the crown of your head. See and feel it merge with your mind at your heart center. come Okay.
1: <coughs> so back to the Hot Sutra, and I'm, I don't think I'm gonna even gonna keep trying to read the, the Sanskrit. I'll just read the, the English and uh, the Tibetan. Okay It's getting longer now. All right. Uh, So, um, one of the the first five heaps that Amarakiteshara used as the example to examine, to find the true nature, was uh, uh, matter or form, as it is uh, uh, translated here. So, and Avaric Shura led you through a meditation how to find the true nature the Svarava use uh, a uh, Sanskrit word <laughs> the true nature of, of form, the true nature of matter okay. and, and it is very important for you to understand for you to have a uh, the most important part about meditating on emptiness is to understand what is true nature okay. if we don't have a good understanding of that and you start to look for uh, the ultimate nature of something, you're not going to get anywhere. Well, you might get to a very nice uh, view that is called nihilistic, where you think uh, nothing exists. But it will not be uh, it will not be beneficial to you. If you want to get to uh, to the wisdom that is called emptiness, you must have a, a you must spend most of your time first trying to understand what is true existence. What, is, what, is, uh, what, is to, what does it mean for something to really exist? Okay. And don't just repeat things that you've read. Don't just repeat things that you've heard. You have to find that conviction within you. That conviction that is what is in order to be able to do meditation on emptiness. And the meditation itself becomes looking or search for that you're looking for true existence. Okay. You're not looking for empty. If you begin your meditation looking for empty, you are very close to becoming uh, nihilistic. Okay. So, matter or form appears to you, or the cup appears to you. We're looking at the, at the cup. Okay. And now, at first... Because it it appears to us, and we're not crazy, that tells (laughs) us that it exists. Okay, and now we are looking for its mode of existence. How does it really exist? Okay, and when we look, and we look, so this is the cup, his form, and we're looking for it, and we're looking for form or the cup, and nothing but cup. So whatever. When you, look, when, you look at, when you look at this phenomena that we are calling cup, and you, and you, and you want to say, okay, where's cup? You want to be able to point to something, and when you, what, the, what you point at is only cup. Okay. And when you keep pointing, and you keep finding something else, like lid, handle, color, and so on and so forth, and you keep looking for that thing which is only, and what did you perceive before? And looking at uh, what, what, you en- what you end up with, and that's what uh, we have here in the, in this in this verse from this, from the Hatsutra where it says, "All phenomena taking the cup co- as an example of every phenomena, if it, anything that exists, you find that there are emptiness, they are empty, and looking at this now you know, you don't see the, all those characteristics you were, you, were, uh, you were seeing before. The color the shape and everything else. So it has no characteristic. This has no characteristics. This and you remember the cup that you uh, uh, encountered before y- you saw characteristics. You know that there was a time when it came into existence. There was a time that it will, and you can speculate there's a time that it's going to end. Okay? All these things that are connected with the cup when you look at this now looking for the real cup See All those things you thought were connected with the cup. The color, the shape, and everything. You thought they were connected to the cup. But when you actually look for the cup, since you cannot find the cup, so that cup has no characteristics. That cup has no, no birth. It has no, no death. It has no... Uh, it is not pure, it is not impure, and, and those other characteristics that I mentioned. Okay. It is this cup which is what you and you. And when you are now capable to get to this uh, uh, perception, looking for the true nature of whatever you are looking for, the cup, yourself, the body, when you arrive at it through a direct yogic perception no longer an intellectual no longer an abstract understanding but a direct perception the way you were in the same way you were having this experience where you're having a, a direct perception of the cup okay. it seems like you're having a direct perception of the cup in the same vivid way when you're looking for the cup and you, and you see this and you're having a direct perception of the cup emptiness in that There's a list of things that you don't you will you will not find. Okay. So in the next verse, therefore Shariputra in emptiness, that is, in the direct perception of emptiness, there is no form. It doesn't say, therefore, Shariputra, form doesn't exist. It says in emptiness. There is no form. And what form that doesn't exist in emptiness? What cup doesn't exist in emptiness? There's no form. In emptiness, there are no feeling, no thought, no volition, no consciousness. Now, the meditation doesn't mean that you get to a point and you start reciting this. The purpose of it is not for you. the purpose of the, the meditation that the heart Sutra is taking you through is not for you to just recite the heart Sutra. That's just reciting the heart Sutra. That's not meditating on getting to wisdom. So you get to a point the same way you did with, with the meditation with, with, with form, and now you end up looking at what's there, what's there, and now you're telling your mind. It's like you're telling your mind, "Look, there is no cup, nothing but cup. There is no form, nothing but form. Okay, and then feelings, and you do the same thing. You're looking for feeling, nothing but feeling. You say, there it is. There is no form. There is no feeling, nothing but feeling. There is no thought, nothing but thought. There is okay. There is not a phenomenon. There is not a thing which is thought and nothing but thought. Okay, and there is not a you, which is nothing but you. There's not a you which is nothing but you. I feel like saying it a third time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. And then it continues, there is no volition. What is it translating as no volition? No In the direct perception of emptiness, you will not see form. In the direct perception of emptiness, you will not see feelings. You will not see thoughts or discrimination. You will not find volition or composition or fact. Or things may to come, come together, things.
2: <laughs>
1: made up things. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, what's that, what's that, what's that Samskara? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samskara. No consciousness. And then, those things uh, that are found in, in the body no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue. No body. And again, you are not, the purpose is not just to repeat them. You're not going to get to wisdom, understanding the true nature of reality by just repeating to yourself these lines Oh, Shariputra, there is no form. And, you, and there is no form. There is no feeling. There is no consciousness. There is no volition. And somehow you're going to get into wow, I understand emptiness. Okay? You have to examine form. And then arrive at wow, there is no form,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay. No, uh, <laughs> no brain system. <laughs> I thought you might get a kick out of this one. <laughs> no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no brain system. <laughs> there is no eyeball. When you, look for, when you really look for eyeball, you don't find eyeball. When you look for what eyeball sees, form and shape, there is no, form, there is no one thing which is only form and shape. Okay? And then the thing that the ear picks up, no sound, no odor, no taste, no tangibles, no mental phenomena. <coughs> That's what the brain system picks up no mental phenomena now no I element I don't know if you <laughs> <laughs> ever heard that one before? are you having an idea what this is, what this guy is saying? <laughs> no I element no brain element oh yeah, it's the, the powers, right? yeah, the powers no I element, no brain element up to no mental consciousness element whew now, what, what are the four? What are the first? What are the four noble truths? The four Arya truths? The four things that you must come to know?
2: suffering so us how it that it has a, it can be stopped. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it
1: okay, and uh, the what is this thing that is causing us to be get trapped? What is this? What is this demon? This awful demon that is that is responsible for our and no extinction of ignorance now you're really stuck <laughs> there was no, there's no ignorance and now there's no ending to ignorance no decay well decay it's kind of morbid to say decay <laughs> no aging and no death no stopping of aging no stopping of death Okay. Now, this is the twelve links of dependent origination being listed here, and there <coughs> been, uh, and that's supposed to be the the, 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 uh, the condition the in interdependent condition that makes this mess that we, that we are experiencing that we want to get rid of okay? and he is saying, and the main origin of it, which is ignorance, is say, wait a minute, there's no ignorance mm-hmm. there's no ignorance there is and then all the way to Death, which is the last part of the uh, of the of the twelve limbs. Okay, he said so there is no death, and then why do you why, what, what's the purpose of knowing about the twelve links of dependent origination, so we can stop it, so there can be no ignorance, so there can be no death. But he is saying there is no such thing as stopping death. There is no such thing as stopping ignorance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And remember, you said the four number truths. Those things that you have to know, you have to know that there is. Suffering. that there is a cause for suffering, that there is, uh,
2: what's
1: the third one? Relation. And here the Hatsui is giving you the most profound understanding of them. It says, there's no such thing as suffering, there's no such thing as a cause of suffering, there's no such thing as stopping your suffering, and there's no such thing as a path that ends your suffering. And, 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 and I began long, long time ago talking about uh, uh, why are we doing meditation? There's this natural sense that you must know something. Because whatever you want to do, it, it, it involves knowing something. And if it, it, you have to know that, you have to know, you have to get to that knowledge in order for you to get the goal you want to. You want to be a doctor, there's a knowledge, there's a knowing you have to know, you have to get. Okay? And the reason that you say that you want to be a doctor is because you don't have that knowing yet. Okay? So if you want to end your suffering, there's something that you need to know that you don't know yet, okay? And here it says there's no such thing as knowledge. (laughs) There's no such thing as getting knowledge. And here's something that is quite beautiful. For knowledge, it it mentioned three things. There is no such thing as knowledge. There's no such thing as getting knowledge. And there's no such thing as not getting knowledge. The last part is quite profound. There's no such thing as not getting knowledge. After selling you, there's no such thing as getting knowledge. And all this is when you're in it, all these things, the tattoos, you know, all, uh, all these, and eventually, of course, you will come to know them by the Sanskrit name and then by the uh, uh, Tibetan names. So these are the list of things: the twelve limbs of the origination, the four noble truth, the eightfold path, and so forth. Okay, and then. In a way, Avodakishwara is telling someone who already has a good grasp of these things, a good grasp of putting them into practice, and is telling, and Avodakishwara is telling that person who, now, who has a firm conviction, now these are the things that I must know, these are the things that I must put into practice. And Avodakishwara is telling that person, Buddhism, there is no, there is no Buddhism. Because all these things, that's what, make up, that's what makes up Buddhism. And you see, there is no Buddhism. So almost telling you, you, know, you wasted your time here. <laughs> After twelve years of memorizing all this list, and now you get to this profound understanding, none of those things in that list exist. <laughs> now, how are we to understand this before we start throwing away our books? <laughs> So remember, how do we arrive at there is no form, there is no, and and the rest and the list. So it's saying whatever you are examining, whatever appears to you, whatever whatever has uh, existence, separate existence into uh, ultimate and conventional. Those things that we encounter that exist, form, body, your ignorance. Your anger and all those things—they are whatever you experience. That is a convention. Whatever you're experiencing, it is a conventional. Samsara is a convention. Nirvana, uh, when you're in uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the pure land, that's a convention. Okay, so a convention some uh, doesn't mean the evil side of things it's not ultimate the good side of things that you want and then conventional the bad side of, side of things we think that we understand the conventional because you know everything is a conventional actually it is easier to understand ultimate than it is to understand the conventional all those different schools that are fighting with each other they're not fighting with each other so much about the ultimate because, no, it's what they have to fight about. It's <laughs> not.
2: <laughs>
1: but it's, the, it's understanding the conventional. What is it? That's where all the fight is all about. That's where all the different uh, presentations are about.
2: Okay.
1: So, don't... Well, a warning. <laughs> don't spend too much time debating about the convention. Of course, in your own mind, in your hand, it's the third of the five paths... Uh, the, the, when the bodhisattva has a direct perception of emptiness okay, that emptiness that the bodhisattva understands there is perfect it doesn't have to be improved upon but when there's a bodhisattva has a a real grasp or true understanding of the conventional that doesn't happen in the second bhumi it didn't, it didn't happen before the first bhumi it happens way later ok so you don't have a good grasp of the conventional yet and you hear this side and that side you don't have, you don't have to get in, into the debate and then make it, uh, give yourself a headache about it okay. so what this is saying in the, in the ultimate when you are having a perception of just ultimate any, there, there cannot be a thought of the convention going on at the same time you cannot have a conventional thought while you're having a, an ultimate thought or ultimate perception. And this has to be... You have to uh, really try to understand what that means because it, it can have so many different wrong implications. One of, the, one of them is the conventional is the thing to get rid of because the ultimate is the nice guy, the pure thing, you know. Ultimate. You know, who everybody wants to get to the ultimate. And we think the conventional is what we have to get rid of. The the conventional. Were you looking for the conventional? No, it was right there. Why are you looking for it for? It's right there. This is the cup. That's the conventional. That's it. Your job is done as to us finding the conventional. If you're not crazy, if you're not drunk, it's easy to find the conventional. Now, where's the ultimate? Now, you have to Search. Search and search. It will take you a few eons. <laughs> finally, when you finally uh, get to the, to, to the ultimate, then you thought you understood the conventional. You saw the conventional, but you never understood it. Okay. Now, something else to be, to be, to be thrown in here. Okay about conventional and ultimate. What exists? Here's the question. What exists? The ultimate or the conventional? Neither. Both. I'd, say <laughs> <laughs> I'd say both. Oh, both. Yeah. You say both, and some say neither. Truly, neither, neither truly exists. Neither, right. both so Silence. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: Both neither. Both neither. <laughs> Both and neither. Ultimate. One. No, no one says one. No one says either the uh, ultimate or the conventional I guess that's the one. That's the only possibility that is not being thrown out here. You saying one of them? You saying the ultimate. Yeah. Okay. So we got one for ultimate. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Anybody for <laughs> <come> conventional? <laughs> <laughs> so conventional is not, is, not, is not here it's not it's not supported it's not being represented <laughs>
0: but if any view of the ultimate is conventional
1: then it can't be the, what can if be? if any view mm-hmm. of the ultimate is a convention right? Mm-hmm. because you're using convention to describe the ultimate
2: mm-hmm. you're stuck at the conventional it doesn't mean that the conventional exists or doesn't exist
0: I like
1: what you said last week, which is not only, mm. <laughs> not ah, only, not yeah, only
2: conventional,
1: not only mm. non-conventional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, th-
2: that's
1: another uh, combination. That sounds like a both. both a both? It sounds like a both? And not mm-hmm. only. It's no, it. a circle. No, it's it <laughs> circle. <laughs> okay, so no <laughs> one is representing, no one wants to represent <laughs> conventional. <laughs> you represent the <laughs> conventional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The convention is represented in the house. <laughs> okay, one for ultimate, one for conventional. It's interesting, interesting, they're sitting exactly opposite each other.
2: <laughs> Neither or.
1: Neither or. Oh, that, that was presented. Wow. But I see uh, people take of so many different limitations. Okay, so... I am going to try to repeat them. There are so many. <laughs> uh, so what exists I guess since there are so many uh, views here I think you should, I should ask you to take it home with you <laughs> 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 what exists the ultimate or the conventional ok now, now really uh, go and, and just have, don't, have uh, uh, don't, uh, don't try to have too much of an intellectual uh, uh, investment into this. Really just try to just look at them barely. <coughs> what is there barely without you having to do any, uh, you know, deep intellectual or deep, philosoph- uh, deep philosoph- blah, blah, blah. philosophizing, <laughs> okay, conventional, okay, <laughs> boom. it appears, and don't, don't try to go any further. Ultimate, boom, it, how do you get there? Boom, it appears, and then, and then don't try to go any, any, any further. Don't try to bring any schools there, okay? Oh, that's the Shravaka, that's the Satatrika. Don't try to bring the schools there, okay? Just in your mind, how does it appear, okay? And then we'll see if you give the same answers next time, no. okay? <laughs> mm. Ah, okay. <coughs> uh, conventional exists as conventional, okay? No, and. Review that again. See if you will say it again. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's <laughs> practical. <laughs> if, if,
0: if the conventional depends on the ultimate, then there's no separation. <laughs> right?
1: No, no. Without the ultimate, there couldn't be a conventional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there <laughs> can't be a separation. It's like the baby without a mother. It's not yeah. awesome. Yeah. Unless, you know, you're a hell baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, if you're born without a mother, you're in hell. Okay? Weird. <laughs> 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 <Really. laughs> or heaven. Or heaven? Do the God's give birth. Yeah, but I mean, there's no... It's boring yeah. to say heaven.
2: <laughs> 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 That's true too, but it's... So. <laughs> <say
1: that. laughs> uh, would you like to say that if you're born without a mother you're a god then your ego would pop up <laughs>
2: Even yeah, but
1: if it's how you might just get really depressed <laughs> yeah scary scary <laughs> no uh, <laughs> the the meditation the fact the, me the this was all intellectual kind of stuff mostly okay now, here's a, here's a really the way they've been presented to you. It seems like you have to go, go to a book somewhere to find out what that means. Mm. Of course, you go to a book, you will find the words and you will find explanation of the words. You will not get a true appreciation of it. Okay. Let's go back to the very beginning. Why did you begin the search for and what, was, what, were you, what were you told? The reason that you have all this problem is because of fundamental ignorance. And what, what, is one of, what is one of the attributes of fundamental ignorance? It, it covers everything, all your perception. So guess what? <laughs> the view you have right now as to what exists—that's self-existence. So there's no need to look for it; you already have it. When I say look at the cup, and how does it? And when you look at the cup, it exists. That first impression you have—that self-existence. If you go look for it in the book, it will be it will be very difficult to find. Okay. So when you're looking for uh, when you're doing the meditation on the emptiness, or looking for true, true uh, uh, looking for wisdom of emptiness, and you're examining something that exists, what you feel about it existing, that's what they're pointing to as self existence. So when you look for, uh, for example, yourself, which is where you're supposed to start, this and there's uh, inherent existence, I'm supposed to look for the inherent existence. And then you put, the, the real, the existence that is, you put it aside. I'm not going to look at that one. You're fooling yourself. You're not going to get anywhere with, like that, that. Okay. Because, when you separate those two, already you put... What your mind is really doing is the self-existent is what I don't know is what doesn't exist is what I hope I don't find is what I hope I I I, I, I come come to realize. But I exist, I exist.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And you you're, you're in, you you know, in in a way you're keeping your self-existent grasping nicely uh, 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 protected. Bring it out. I exist, feel it, and then look for it. Don't, don't qualify it with, I'm looking for the self existent me. That's for the sake of treatises. When you're writing treatises, when you're trying to explain something to someone in a book, you have to explain, oh, it's not, you know, self existent, that doesn't exist there. Okay. But for as far as your own, ex- as far as your own uh, experience is concerned, don't don't begin by saying, I'm looking for the self-existent exists in me. Already you tell your mind <laughs> exactly that. You're laughing at you're, your mind is laughing at you <laughs> for it. You already have it. <laughs> exactly the feeling you have about existence. When you say the word exist, that exists, this exists, I exist. That's it. That's what that that's what you're supposed to bring with you and look for. And when your mind really struggling really fighting against it, then you have a good thing going on. Okay? Alright? So, we have uh, minus 25 minutes. <laughs> let's, let's meditate. <laughs> okay? <coughs> Into your meditative posture. Recall the point where, right before the break, right before the talk, where you felt a sense of that sense of serenity, equilibrium.
0: Thinking to your heart center, observe five cycles of breath. Be very mindful of the sense of ease. let the mindfulness of the sense of ease take you to the meditative platform and be determined to stay in that state and from within the sense of calm, the sense of ease, bring forth the sense of I exist. ultimately. you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. state that you're in. Be aware of whatever understanding you arrive that you're arrived at. And think of the conditions of beings everywhere. And make strong wishes. They are experiencing, that they may be free of them. And that they may find true happiness. That your tranquility in your understanding become that for them. to the achievement of your ultimate goal staying aware of the breath slowly become aware of the body once more start with the top of the head
1: Next Friday bring your tissues. You're going to cry next (laughs)
0: Friday. (laughs)